There's so many great things happening in the Archdiocese of St. Paul, Minneapolis. It's like in the Book of Esther. God has placed each of us in this local church for a time like this. We're just all people, people of God. You know, we're all human. We're all fallen. We're all sinners. I think we put on Christ, we put on love. Put on Christ with us as we learn to witness in new ways, find inspiration in those around us, and look for guidance from the Holy Spirit, our Holy Mother Church, and the shepherds of our local church. Because we're all on a journey. Continue this journey with us now with another episode of Practicing Catholic. Welcome back to Practicing Catholic. If you listen to the show regularly and read the Catholic spirit, as you should, you know the Archdiocese of St. Paul and Minneapolis is on the move. We're blessed with great leadership from Archbishop Hebda. His pastoral letter is all about activating each of us into the missionary disciples we're called to be. And there are so many other great things happening in our archdiocese and our parishes. Joining us today to talk about fueling the engine to drive all of this great stuff is Jean Houghton, Director of the Office of Mission Advancement. Jean, thank you for joining us today. Kayla, thanks so much for having me. Yeah, so last September, you became the first director of Mission Advancement for the Archdiocese. What has this past year looked like for you in your role? Well, to start with, it's been really busy. Um, A lot of different things going on at the same time. Um, The first 90 days I really took to get to know all of the people that work here and understand their ministries. So I met with Mm -hmm. every director, talked to them about their ministry, How do they support the church? Do they have the resources they need? And help me understand exactly what it is uh, that you do. Really, I I will say for me, that was probably the most humbling part of the first Mm -hmm. 90 days to a year, (laughs) just surrounded by incredibly hardworking, faith-driven, passionate people, Mm -hmm. really all trying to tell the same story. So that was kind of the first 90 days. Um, Then I took a step back and really thought about a strategic plan. What do we see the Office of Mission Advancement looking like? And and understanding that that's not just fundraising, it's also making sure that we have a voice to help, I love the word you use, fuel what it is that the church Mm -hmm. and what this archdiocese is trying to do. So sat down, did a long-term strategic plan, very clear actions. Where do we wanna go? What does the timing look like? Who's doing it? When do we want it to be accomplished by, and is it realistic? And then dreaming super big. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's be unrealistic maybe and think very, very big picture. The next step was really to analyze the data and what internal resources did we have? Um, Do we actually have the tools that we need to do what we wanna do? Taking a look at that, I realized that in the past, the Archdiocese had had something called the Stewardship Committee, mm-hmm. cross-functional group of incredibly gifted, talented individuals, um, parish leadership, business administrators, clergy, external funders, all working together to try to be a resource for the parishes. And that's what this really is you know, kind of all about. So I reconvened the Stewardship Committee, um, and within that, we created a stewardship toolkit located online, an online resource for parishes if they're just looking for concrete ideas, answers, or things that they can do to help move their parishes forward. We also took an opportunity to put together a stewardship uh, parish day that we're going to be presenting in January, I believe, possibly February. The next thing that we did uh, within the office was really step back and uh, take a hard look at the pastoral letter that came out of the Synod. What 
what what did we hear? What have we been told and what are the needs out there? And recognizing that the, the fuel for that is knowing that we really want to be that resource for the parishes. So we made the decision uh, to do a feasibility study. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm not sure if everybody knows exactly what a feasibility study is, but I'll start with it is not a fundraising campaign. A feasibility mm -hmm. study is really an opportunity for us to, again, listen to all of the external constituents. What are the needs? What is the palette for possible fundraising moving forward? Mm -hmm. So it sounds like not a lot really going on for you this past year. <laughs> no, I'm super slow. Very, very laid back. Yeah. You definitely touched on this a little bit, but um, I want to give you the chance to expand on what steps have been taken in this past year to develop that archdiocesan-wide development plan. Great. Uh, so the first thing was, again, meeting with the directors and understanding what exactly it was that they did. And then for the development plan, as we talked about the strategic plan, we really took a hard look at what are the long-term goals, knowing that not only do we want to be able to strengthen the parishes now, we want to be able to have them have capacity to support themselves long-term, sustainable mm -hmm. strategic goals. So the first thing that we did was we took a look at uh, the data. Um, how do we need to clean this up? Are we sending out the right message? Are we reaching the right people? Then assembling the team to make sure that we have our own internal resources to get that message out. The next thing that we did is we solicited input from other dioceses, similar size, some larger, some smaller, but across the nation. Help me understand what your mission advancement office looks like. Um, really trying to steal kind of best practices, if you will, and put those into place here. And then the next step was actually putting together the team to evaluate the feasibility study. That's ultimately the roadmap for what would, what would and could this look like long term. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, can you talk a little bit more about that feasibility study? What does that study entail and what needs might be met? by a capital campaign if that's the route that's decided? Great, great question. Um, so a feasibility study, the firm that we hired is a CCS fundraising firm. They're based out of Chicago. In order to make the decision on who was the right firm for this archdiocese, we put together a team, um, a selection committee, which consisted of clergy, external funders, internal leadership, along with some external constituents. And we started out with seven firms, narrowed it down to four, brought the last two in and had them do a formal presentation. It was clear that CCS was the right firm for us. Uh, we also did a lot of research on other diocesan campaigns and whom they'd used. The first thing that CCS comes in and does is evaluates our past fundraising performance as an archdiocese and our past communications as a diocese. What is the message? What is it that we're trying to say? Then they talk to our external constituents to determine um, what is their, again, palette for wanting to support some of those external ministries and internal ministries that we provide as the archdiocesan offices or the ACC. Mm -hmm. So an actual feasibility study in this one, we are testing a $325 million campaign we know that the ultimate goal is to strengthen the parishes. That is first and foremost. It's mm -hmm. been almost 19 years since we've done a campaign. Uh, there's a, a bit of confusion, I think, out there that a capital campaign is for a capital project. This is to raise capital to strengthen the parishes. So mm -hmm. we're also testing 
60% parish share. What that means is that 60% of the funds raised would go directly back to the parishes and support their ministries for them to use to help support their teams. The second thing that we, look at, we looked at is Catholic education. Um, we know that our schools have done an incredible job prior to, within, and post-COVID. What's mm -hmm. The product that's coming out of our Catholic schools is absolutely incredible. So we looked at Catholic education and what their needs are as well. The other pieces that we looked at were the Latino and eth multicultural ethnic ministries. Mm -hmm. um, so strengthening our parishes, the schools, Latino and ethnic ministries, knowing that we want to welcome all into our church. We heard that in the, the pastoral letter. We heard mm -hmm. it in the synod. How can we continue to grow? We also looked at our landmark parishes. Uh, there is a lot of work that really needs to be done both on the Basilica and on the Cathedral of St. Paul. These are parishes. They are the visual of this archdiocese. We know that we have some deferred maintenance, ongoing things that need to be done. So landmark mm -hmm. parishes and then caring for our priests. We know that these men have dedicated their lives to Jesus Christ. And frankly, they're trying to get all the rest of us to heaven. Mm -hmm. We need to care for them, both within the priesthood, getting to the priesthood, seminary education, but also when they retire, making sure that there's wellness there for the priests, the pension fund, medical care, et cetera. So those are the different buckets that we are testing and will evaluate um, what the palette is with the external. Yeah, for sure. Um, first of all, I love that distinction you made between um, what the capital campaign actually is. I feel like there is a lot of confusion about um, what that would look like. And I would also like to go a little more into if this is the route that we decide to go, what might a new fundra fundraising campaign look like for people in parishes, schools? What would it look like in the archdiocese as a whole to pursue that project? Ideally, this would be an opportunity for all of the entities that are currently supporting this archdiocese to hold hands. Mm. Um, and by that, I mean we have so many incredible foundations that are supporting ministries um, in our schools, in our parishes independently, and here at the archdiocese. But how can we have all of those external entities hold hands, have one message, one voice, one church tell the same story? We want to be a support for all of those parishes. We recognize that staffing has been a significant issue and concern. Um, many of them, again, have those deferred maintenance things. How can we provide you the resources to go out and do this? And what tools can we give you from data perspective? Um, we want to make sure that this does not become a chore. This really is Archbishop Hebda's vision and mission to try to be, this is a gift back to the parishes. How can we support you more? Mm -hmm. And so yeah. just kind of getting into the weeds a little bit, what would that look like? You know that we have the Catholic Services Appeal Foundation, which ultimately that appeal will be um, dissolving at the end of this calendar year, coming back under the umbrella of the archdiocese. And really the annual appeal has been providing that. This is an opportunity to not only continue the annual appeal, but build those capital resources for that long-term sustainability. Yeah, that's actually the perfect segue into my next question. I wanted to acknowledge that January 1st, the Catholic Services Appeal Foundation will be returning to the Archdiocese. Um, can you talk a little bit about what people might expect to see from this change in the coming year? 
Great question. Uh, and I've answered that one many times mm -hmm. as the phone has continued to ring since that announcement. Mm -hmm. um, ideally, the ministries uh, that are supported by Catholic Services Appeal Foundation um, have been the ones that we've known have been instrumental to this diocese from the beginning. Those ministries will not change. We don't, we don't anticipate any change in the ministries that we're supporting moving forward. Here's what will change. The logo will now very much match the logo and the brand of the Archdiocese of St. Paul in Minneapolis. The message, the voice is Archbishop Hebda. This is his appeal. This is his opportunity to go out and say, this is our story. Will you walk on this path with us? How this is cost effective is from GNA perspective. Their offices are in our building. Um, however, they pay for all of their own general and administrative by eliminating that and using the resources that we have here in the diocese. We really should be able to send more resources directly back to the parishes. So ministry changes, no. Um, changes internally, it'll involve the logo, some of those things, but ultimately that should clean up some confusion. I think we have a lot of external entities supporting the church, and sometimes not everyone understands what the differences are between those ministries. Um, mm -hmm. I think this will be a much cleaner voice. Yeah, and we're starting to wrap up our time here a bit, but um, I'm just curious if you know off the top of your head where like a website or something people could go if they have questions, if they want to learn more, um, to learn more about the feasibility study, the Catholic Services Appeal Foundation, that sort of thing. Perfect. So please feel free to log on to the Archdiocesan website. Under Mission Advancement, there are details there about the Stewardship Committee, about the feasibility study. And just as a, a final FYI, we are sending out an electronic survey to over 60,000 people today. We want confidential but transparent feedback on what are your thoughts on this. If you did not receive one and are interested in taking the survey, we would love to get your feedback. Please feel free to reach out to us. We're happy to provide that. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much, Jean. Thank you for joining us today. We've already run out of our time today. Well, thank you so much for having me. God bless. You can find out more by visiting archspm.org and typing Mission Advancement in the search bar. Thank you for listening. Follow us on social media at Practicing Catholic Show to see what's coming up next. Make sure to leave a review and subscribe to be the first to know when the next episode of Practicing Catholic is released. Go, go, go.